The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. One of the biggest fears we have in this business on the radio is that our guest doesn't show up. And today, uh, Christine Day unfortunately got her timing wrong, and she's very, very apologetic about that. Couldn't delay her day to be with us, so she actually is not going to be on the show today. And I always see these situations as opportunities for something else to happen. Now that we've moved into Pisces, uh, our show today is just literally dissolved away into the sea of all that is. However, the good news is it provides me with the opportunity to give you an update of what is happening in our world and my world at this time, which is pretty sensational. And so what I'm going to do, I was actually planning to do my own show um, on the Equinox week of March 21st because I've got some really exciting things happening in my own life right now, and it's all connected into the emerging energies and the movement through the zodiac, which I'm now beginning to see as this incredibly beautiful, fluid, flowing, cyclical rhythm of energy. So what I'm now going to do today is basically have a two-part series of my own. Today, setting up, um, interestingly enough, thinking about it just in this moment, uh, in a month's time. So February the 22nd today, which is a 2-2-2, February 22nd, 22-2, but it's also... And 11, 11, 11, if you break it down into the 2 to 1, 1, 22 is 11, 11. So it's all the 1s again lining up, which is my number. So I guess this, is, this opportunity has been forced upon me. So what I'm going to do today is to set the energies up and give you a review of what's happened. I think I'll go back to the 11, 11, 11, because I believe that was when all this really began to inject in energetically. Uh, into this new level of awareness that we are receiving. Give you a little bit of a, a, a background run-up from what has happened then, and let's see how far we get. And then on March 21st, I'll bring you right up to speed in terms of what has happened uh, in these <laughs> between now and then. And frankly, I have absolutely no idea what that is going to be, but I know it's going to be magnificent. But before moving on uh, into the discussion for today... The 11, 11, 11 reminds me of wonderful news that I got from my producer, Brandy, this morning, which was that Simran Singh, who I invited onto the show uh, at the beginning of this month, uh, I think it was uh, February the 8th, uh, she and I are now at the top of the listenership ratings for the whole Voice America 
um, programming that includes all networks. So both of us on the seventh wave network, the spirituality network, have actually overtaken all the entertainment and sex shows on the, on the other networks. What, isn't that a wonderful statement about where people are? So this is for the January numbers. So people are stepping up to pay attention to the spiritual path. And both of our numbers went up by a 100,000 listeners in the month of January. So my numbers were up to 234,000 listeners in the month of January. And that makes me very emotional because it means that what we're doing for you is really making a difference. So I really appreciate you all listening and supporting us so wonderfully in this work. And also my guests, obviously, for that month, who did a wonderful job. Uh, Denise Johnson, the gifted psychic from Salt Spring Island. Jim Self, the alchemist, um, who did a wonderful show on the third, fourth, fifth, fifth dimensional realms. Matt Kahn, who I believe is an incarnate enlightened being on the planet, who talked about um, freeing yourself up through letting go. And then Shari Richards, who did the show on Dance With Your Dragon uh, on the last uh, Wednesday of the month, the 25th. So my, my deepest thanks to them and also to you for paying attention and listening. And I'm going to begin, actually, by just reading um, a welcome from Christine Day, who is going to be on today, because what she says on her website, which is actually the christinedayonline.com website, she, Christine works very closely with the Pleiadian uh, energies and the Pleiadian light initiations. The Pleiadian energy is all about the heart and being heart-centered. So I'm going to set the tone for this, I'm going to call it a class, <laughs> this class today is for all of us to step into our hearts. So as you listen to these words, connect with the Pleiadian energies, the seven sisters, which is heart-centered. And, and remember that most of the indigenous South American groups feel this absolute direct connection with the star systems of the Pleiades. So this is what Christine says. Let's just drop into your heart and just join in with this vibrational frequency because we'll have the Pleiadian energy with us throughout the show, although Christine won't actually be on the air with us. This energy, I can see her beautiful radiance in her photograph on the website as I just say her welcome. As we stand at the threshold of the biggest and most momentous shift in the history of humankind, the Pleiadians have some very important information to share with us about this time which they refer to as the new dawning. Their urgent message is that there is a mutual birthing taking place within the earth and within us. Now is the time to step forward and consciously participate in our own remembering and reconnection with our natural spiritual nature. The Pleiadians remind us that we too are a part of this new dawning. This new energy is birthing within ourselves, even as we ourselves are birthing into a new consciousness. They remind us that we are here to have a human experience while at the same time reawaken to our spiritual nature. In order to move forward into this reawakening, we must first turn back and honor ourselves for our humanness, to hold ourselves in love compassion and patience for all that we have lived in this lifetime and to understand and embrace the fact that we are perfectly imperfect. 
in our humanness, which is precisely as we were designed to be. Isn't that a beautiful opening segue into the show today from Christine and the Pleiadians? So let us hold that vibration in our heart as I unfold this magical mystery tour which is taking place. I've just found out today, confirmed, that I'm actually going to be flying into England to literally touch base with the heart of the Glastonbury Zodiac following our Pisces journey on March the 4th, meeting with Anthony Thorley, who is the landscape Zodiac expert in England, on Wednesday, March the 7th. He's going to be on the show, and I'm going to be with him that day. Incredible grounding of the energy from North America back to the UK, and I'll explain later on why that is so significant. And then I'm going to be returning back to Canada just in time for the March 18th hub of our zodiac. So we're going to the heart of our zodiac at that point in time. And so I'm going to then do the show on March 21st on my own, and I'm going to bring you all the insights and information that has been gleaned as a result of what is taking place from this moment as we've stepped into the energy of Pisces right through to the equinox, the turning point on March 19th, 20th. And the very next day, I will be letting you know what has taken place. And as I say, I have absolutely no idea at this point, but I do know it's going to be magnificent. So I'm going to take the rest of this time on today's show to bring you up to speed with where we are on our sacred journey and how this is unfolding. And I'm going to go back to our landscape zodiac work beginning in Scorpio at the end of October because it seems to me that was the beginning of this real push through, the breakthrough energy, if you will, into this higher level of awareness and consciousness. And for those listeners who aren't aware of the landscape zodiac, you'll get a full uh, ingratiation in that through Anthony Thorley on March 7th. But suffice it to say that around the globe, in different parts of the planet, there are embedded in the actual landscape structures which reflect the 12 astrological symbols. But those 12 symbols actually represent all of the necessary lower human ego tendencies that we need to transcend to become enlightened. So whether you see them as being the 12 sun signs of the zodiac, whether you see them as being the 12 apostles, the 12 labors of Hercules, the 12 priestesses, the 12 animals of the Chinese zodiac, they are all the same thing. They all represent elements of our human experience which we need to understand, we need to work with, and we need to transcend. And it is through this process, and it's only one way, it's not the only way, through this process, though, we can be given incredible insight into how this world and how ourselves are unfolding into this higher vibrational frequency. The name of this show, which, in fact, we're coming up uh, amazingly in July to our third anniversary, the show was originally called Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. And now I'm realizing that was obviously a, a message that came through from somewhere because it is exactly, 
exactly what is happening. We are awakening through a myriad of opportunities that are being put our way. For some people, it is a serious life-threatening illness. For others, it's the loss of job, breakup of a marriage, loss of a loved one. Whatever it is, we're getting this two-by-four across the head to say it's time to wake up. And what this work that we're doing with the Landscape Zodiac is providing for us is a navigational tool to show us how we can wake up, how we can emerge from our cocoon, how we can be reborn into this higher level of awareness, this higher level of consciousness in a very safe and predictable manner in the sense of the unfolding. We don't know predictable in terms of what is actually going to happen. There is a framework, a structure in place for us to work with so we don't get lost. Because one of the risks of stepping into the Pisces energy right now is being lost in the sea of consciousness of all that is. And what the Zodiac does for us, it provides us a safe grounding framework from which we can thrive and blossom forth as the spring emerges in the landscape so we can spring forth too. So, so we'll go to our first break and I'll return and with this sacred journey. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you, to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. Just let our listeners know that unfortunately, Christine Day could not be with us today, a mix-up over times, mountain and Pacific, and she couldn't uh, stay a while longer, unfortunately. But I will get Christine back on in the future because she's a wonderful human being and bringing through phenomenal, powerful, healing light energies through the heart chakra. So what I'm doing today is actually setting you up for a second show with me uh, on the equinox, March 21st, and I'm just guiding you and leading you through the process that we have been on 
on our Landscape Zodiac work over the last few months. One of the most important elements that I've realized over this time is our reconnection back to nature and paying attention to what is taking place through the natural world, through the trees, through the forests, through the waters, through the lakes, through the streams, through the animal kingdom, through the birds, through the animals that show up. And just before the show, 10 minutes before the show, and I was recovering my breath knowing that Christine wasn't going to be here, I looked, uh, actually it was a reflection in the next door's uh, window onto my back lawn where there was a flicker, a beautiful, healthy, plumptious looking flicker just pecking away at my back lawn. And so I spent a few minutes tuning into the flicker um, to see what information might come forward from this magnificent bird and, and just watching him or her, couldn't tell the difference, probably him, he had a very bright flash on his, uh, on his throat chakra, which they do. Pecking away, chipping away is, is how I see it. It's about tenacity. It's about being patient. It's about being straightforward in, in what we're doing. Um, and so then I quickly came upstairs and checked the, the actual uh, meaning of the flicker. And really interesting because it talks about new rhythm, the cycle of growth, healing love through the power of forgiveness, uh, insights being activated, being grounded in nature, bringing a vibrant vitality. And I thought, wow, <laughs> that's exactly, exactly where we are. And then a deeper meaning, the hidden qualities of patterns, balancing and healing, spiritual and mental. So all these elements of this beautiful bird pecking away on my back lawn, absolutely and perfectly in line with what we're doing. And so it becomes important to pay attention. We've lost our connection to Mother Earth. And as I said in, in Christine's welcome at the beginning, that this birthing process is working both ways. So we ourselves are being rebirthed into this higher level of awareness and consciousness, but Mother Earth is too. And that's why the pilgrimages across the surface of the land are so important. When you're walking a sacred path and you're tuning into nature and you're tuning into your own selves and you're tuning into your own higher self and consciousness, every time you put your foot down on Mother Earth, you are grounding your energy into Mother Earth and you're making that connection as above, so below. But remember and realize that Mother Earth is also connecting with us through the soles of our feet. She is also grounding her energy into us. She is also rebirthing at this sacred time. So everything that we are going through, Mother Earth is going through as well. So when you get this shift of hundreds of thousands of people tuning into higher consciousness radio shows, higher consciousness magazines, higher consciousness books. This critical mass takes the story beyond any doubt that this emergence is happening and is taking place. And it's because of you in the collective this is taking place. And that's what our Aquarius journey was all about. It was about shifting from the Piscean energy of the age of the guru where we put the guru on the stage to look at the guru and say, wow, that person's phenomenal. They're brilliant. Look at what they can do, including the Buddha, including Jesus. But now, in the age of Aquarius, we're stepping into the collective. 
So now it's not, wow, look at that person on the stage. It's now, wow, look at us. We can all achieve this. They were the way showers in the age of Pisces so that in the age of Aquarius, we could step up and be it ourselves. And I'm going to come back to that moment in time. Whitney Houston's wonderful song, and sadly she lost her life this week, very much wrapped up in the shadow side of Pisces and Neptune, which is losing yourself in escapism through the use of alcohol and drugs and not being able to come back from that. The fog, the mist in the sea, not enabling us to see our way back. And that's what the Zodiac does for us. It provides a grounding cord, a grounding rod, to know that we can travel into that sea of consciousness of all that is without losing our way. So this moment in time, as we stepped into the new moon yesterday in the first couple of degrees of Pisces, stepping through the veil into all that is, but in a really safe and grounded way. So let me take you back to Scorpio and why I think that was so important. And it really takes us back to the show that Sherry Richards did just a couple of weeks ago, Dancing with Your Dragon. And it's just remarkable how this timing is all working out because Sherry's show was actually just after we moved from Capricorn into Aquarius. And that first week of Aquarius, the water carrier, takes us back to anything we didn't resolve in Scorpio. Scorpio and Aquarius have a 90-degree opposition angle, which is that of opposition or blockage or challenge. And so anything we didn't resolve back in Scorpio came up again in that first week of January, in that first week of Aquarius, the last week in January. You might want to look back in your agendas and diaries and see what happened to you in that week in January, because whatever you hadn't resolved back in October, November came up again to be cleared and healed. And so Dance With Your Dragon, Sherry talks about going into what you might consider to be the scariest aspect of you inside yourself where you have to face your demons or dance with your dragons. But when you get there, you realize that it isn't quite as bad as you thought, that those dragons are actually guardians, not only of the stuff that you need to clear, but also of the most treasured aspects of yourself. Because when we were young children, when we were pure and innocent and wide open, as a result of our life experiences, whatever they were, at some point we felt the separation from all that is and we locked away inside ourselves that most tender aspect of us. And now it's time to go into that place and release that beautiful, innocent child within and bring them back to wholeness, bring them back into the all that is. So the sacred journey in Scorpio back in October, November, was to go into that place, was to go into the shadow side, go into those aspects of self that we don't really want to look at because we have a bit of fear around it. We have a bit of fear of going into the dark side. And the key element in this energy is to remember that the risen, ascended Scorpio energy is the eagle. So you, you hold the eagle in your heart and you go into the underworld to go into the shadow. And when you arrive there, it's nowhere near as bad as you thought it was going to be. And there's this dragon that you can now make friends with and you can open yourself back up to who you really are. 
And that is what Dance With Your Dragon was about. If you didn't listen to that show, I strongly recommend that you do because Sherry did a great job. It's a great book, Dance With Your Dragon, and she explains really clearly how we can make this vertical connection back to our source, back to the heavenly realms, down into Mother Earth, making that vertical connection, and then bring it out into the world horizontally. And the book also reveals some practical tools to work with. So if we were able to do that back in Scorpio, and our Scorpio in the landscape in Victoria is the downtown core. It's where all the dark, dirty stuff happened in the old days, in the gold rush days. You can imagine a, a young city being set up very quickly for the gold rush from California coming up the coast and then heading up to Alaska and the Yukon. Then that was the energy of Victoria in the, in the 1800s. And there was a lot of dodgy stuff took place. There was a hanging tree, which we did our work with uh, to clear these energies. So if you can imagine, we were going into our own shadow side, but also the shadow side of the, of the city. And that's very much what Scorpio energy is. But by having the courage to do that, it opened the door for us to go to the light side of Scorpio, the eagle soaring side of Scorpio, which is our beautiful Beacon Hill Park. And we went there on the 11-11-11, absolutely deliberately, to return back to our our innocence returned back to our wholeness before the first separation, the first separation of Adam and Eve. And we went back to the beginning to become whole once again. We went even as far as the back of Eve to Lilith, who was the free woman without any controls. And what we need to step back into now for us to return to balance in the world is for the sacred feminine to be allowed to step into her full power, to become free from any manipulation, any coercion, any intimidation from the male energy so that the sacred feminine can be free to make her own choices and to be fully supported by the male energy. That brings with it some responsibility. But for us to step into this fifth dimensional reality, we all need to set ourselves free to be who we really are. So we have this wonderful, wonderful day in the landscape on the 11 11 11. And people actually saw for the first time the gateway opening up into the fifth dimensional realms. There was an actual shift in the energy. The portal opened. And we got our first glimpses through to what it's going to be like in this new future world in that moment. And so it was a glorious, glorious opportunity for us to begin this journey forward into the next few months. And so if you feel you have any residual energies stuck within... We always think we're there. <laughs> we, ne we never are quite. There's layer after layer, like peeling off the onion. Oh, there's another layer. There's another layer. And the, the ego is incredibly subtle, incredibly clever, at trying to keep us stuck in the way that the ego understands and knows. The ego is keeping us in check, keeping us safe, it believes, but keeping us in the way that it understands and knows. And we are now transcending that energy. And it becomes more subtle. The closer you get to releasing the, the energy of the ego and becoming completely clear yourself, the more subtle it becomes. And you know when it's egoic because it will just be staring you in the face. Something will pop up and you will react. You will behave in a way that is unconscious. And you'll go, why did I just do that? What was that about? And that was about the ego taking over. And when you step right next to the portal to step through to the higher level of awareness and consciousness, that's when that final piece of egoic fear will pop up. And your job is to simply let go. You can't seek it. You can't 
force it. You can't make it happen. You have to surrender completely and totally and let go. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. We'll take our second break. We'll be with you back shortly. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong. Unfortunately, today's guest, Christine Day, had a little bit of a mix-up and so didn't make it to the show and couldn't stay with us uh, in terms of time. So um, today I'm doing a little bit of a catch-up for everybody of the journey that we've been undertaking since the 11-11-11, the opening Stargate, I believe, to the fifth-dimensional realms. And it could be at this point that some of you are thinking perhaps you've missed out a little bit. Well, the good news is you can catch up very quickly. When we started this journey back in Aries on April the 17th, my expectation and hope was that there would be enough people that would come to every single Zodiac workshop every month to carry the seed of energy for everyone else. And it has transpired that is exactly what has happened. We have had a core of people coming to every single workshop. Some people come to one, some people come to a few, some come in the month of their birthday, some people come when the actual structure is in where the place where they live. But we've had a solid group of people, probably down to the lowest, about 22, um, up to 50 was probably the biggest number we've had. 33 seems to keep happening a lot. So there have been enough people present every month for the energy to be carried for every single person. And the easiest way for you to catch up if you wish to, there are two ways. The first one will be through my own website, www.petertongue.com because in my newsletter each month I have done a review of what we actually did on the journey for each month and uh, one of the things that Merlin did was to move backwards in time so you may find it useful to actually move backwards through the story going from the current um, workshop which uh, was uh, a Capricorn is the last one that will be on the newsletter Aquarius will be coming up next month and work backwards through them until you go back to the beginning. Um, and, and also, 
in addition to those news, in the newsletter, there are also uh, monthly sort of updates energetically for you to look at as well. But also through my work with www.myheartcenterjourney.com, through the Ambassadors of Light classes, I do a uh, class every two weeks, which lasts an hour, where I again bring people up to date with what is happening in the world energetically as well as what is taking place in our landscape zodiac work. And you can join uh, My Heart Center Journey free for a trial run, and then you can access all of those classes going back to the beginning where you'll be able to listen to the different energies that we worked with for each month. And so you can and you can just drop in and listen and see how that works for you and, and get a sense if you think this is of relevance to you. I know it's, it's a great relevance uh, at a world level uh, as this opens up. The landscape zodiacs are fractals within fractals within fractals. So our particular landscape zodiac here in Victoria is a fractal of a bigger one, is a fractal of a bigger one, and there'll be one fractal for the whole of planet Earth. Then there'll be a, a, a fractal for all of our planets. And then there'll be a fractal for the whole galaxy and so on and so on. So when you work locally within your own the zodiac structure, you're working globally and you're working galactically. This is a huge, huge undertaking that we are involved in. But it's a beautiful, simple tool for us to work with also. So through petertongue.com and myheartcenterjourney.com, you can find all the information you need if you feel a strong pull to this work. And right now, we're in that period of time where we have to feel a level of resonance or not with any particular work. So if you're feeling that level of resonance as I'm speaking this journey, then it may be that you need to, to join and become part of this. And you can play catch-up for very, very quickly. There's no doubt about that. There are people who have not been on any of our journeys but are totally tuned into it and part of it because they are energetically aware. And so you can set up your own uh, landscape zodiac work in your own city, your own area, just by checking into different energies at different times. You don't need to know specifically where the effigies are necessarily. Uh, you can create your own, in fact, in terms of the different energies that come along with each sign. It's a beautiful temple of intention that we are creating within our landscape and the connection between heaven and earth, literally bringing heaven to earth, because that is our intention on planet earth. It's not about us escaping the earth and going to heaven. It's about bringing, drawing heaven down into the earth so that we can live the original Garden of Eden, now with full experience and wisdom, as well as with the innocence of the, of the young child. So let me continue on this, uh, this journey. So having done the work in Scorpio and having done the activation on the 11-11-11, we then moved into Sagittarius. And Sagittarius is a, a great effigy because it is the centaur, but the centaur is actually King Arthur mounted on his white horse. And the energy of Sagittarius is firing the arrow of intention. So King Arthur is seated on his horse and he fires these arrows of intention into the future. But he can't see where the arrows land. They go over the horizon. So he's setting an intention without knowing how it's going to unfold. So we went out in our beautiful uh, uh, Sagittarius landscape and we fired our arrows over the horizon. And those arrows of intention 
in some cases were very specific intentions that people wanted to master in the future, and in other cases there were more general intentions, for example, to become aware of what my path is, to become aware of what my future passion is going to be. But you don't get the answer at that point. You fire the arrows and off you go. And it's setting that faith, that intention to be shown in the future how this is going to unfold. And the way that it does unfold begins in Capricorn. Capricorn, the, uh, the sea goat, wraps itself in our landscape zodiac around the coastline. It's a half goat with a goat head and a goat body and a serpent's tail. And the energy of Capricorn is building all of the necessary resources that we need. The Capricorn energy tends to be uh, quite corporate in nature. And Capricorn people, you'll often find, you'll see them building their solid foundation of materialism by moving up through the ranks in their company. So it will be a, a pay rise, it will be a promotion, it will be moving to a new department to run something, it will be another pay rise. So they'll continue up this ladder, continuing on to their success until they get to the top of the mountain. And they get to the top of the mountain, they've got all the material things that they need in the world, and now it's now what? And what takes place then for the Capricorn who is going to become enlightened is that mountain disappears. It crumbles beneath them. It's the collapsing tower in the tarot card. And now the realization is, this isn't what I came to do. I didn't come here to sit on my uh, mountaintop with all the luxuries of the third dimensional world, of the consumerism world. So that mountain then literally collapses and dissolves away. But what you do is you retain all the resources. You retain all the knowing that you've gathered and gained over your experience uh, in your third dimensional world. And you now start building a second mountain where you bring all those resources of the third dimensional realm into building your spiritual mountain. And this is the first sign where we step into service. So the Capricorn who transcends the third dimensional realms begins to build a new mountain where that person is in service to humanity, bringing all the gifts and the knowledge and resources that they gained through the first incarnation, as you, as you might think, in terms of their life. And that's why it's often the case when people are in their 50s begin to look at things differently. They've, they've built their career, they've had their children, uh, and now it's time for them to move into a different place, onto a different path. And so these energies, their spiritual energies, begin to awaken and they bring all those resources, they bring all that abundance that they've gained and bring it to a worthwhile place where they can serve, serve humanity. And that's the energy, the energy of, of Capricorn. And then we move into Aquarius. And this is where we really start getting into uh, the higher level vibrational frequencies of this unfolding awakening path. Because Aquarius is about creating freedom for ourselves. And I do want to refer to the two shows that took place uh, in um, January that were of great, great significance. The first one was Jim Self, who on January the 11th, uh, gave us a wonderful talk about the energies of the third dimension, the energies of the fourth dimension, and the energies of the fifth dimension. And if you remember the old song, The, the Age of Aquarius by the Fifth Dimension, they were ahead of their time, weren't they? 
And this is what Jimmy's talking about, us stepping into the fifth dimensional realms. And his description of the third, fourth, and fifth dimensions was superb. And I'll give you a very quick insight now, but I really strongly recommend that you listen to that show from January the 11th with Jim Self. And what Jim was talking about was the fact that the third dimensional energies are all about the restrictions that hold us back. He's talking about these dimensions as levels of consciousness, not places, not locations, but levels of awareness and consciousness. So anything that limits, limits us, anything that keeps us stuck in a box is third dimensional energy. Any restriction whatsoever is third dimensional. And it's focused on the past and the future. So we think about things that happened to us in the past that we didn't appreciate, and we focus our energy on those things, and we are determined not to recreate them in the future, but by focusing on them, we create that energy, and anxiety develops, a worrying develops, and so we recreate that same energy in the future. And so we go around this cycle, this never-ending cycle of repeating patterns, repeating incarnations of repeating patterns. We've done this before, we've done this before, we've done it before, and it's time to stop doing it again. So you have to step out of that energy of the past and the future of the third dimension and step into the fourth dimension, which is into the now. And so whenever you find yourself looking back on the past, worrying about the future, the first thing you do is acknowledge and realize that's what you're doing. That's the first step. Then you stop and you bring yourself into the present now moment and you bring yourself into a place of love and peace and joy, and calm, connection to nature, serenity, and you live in the moment. That is the fourth dimensional realm energies. But there's another level of fifth dimensional energy, which Jim explains extremely well. He calls about it simultaneous time, as opposed to present moment time. And simultaneous time means that you bring into this present moment all the energies that are going to sustain you and support you from all time frames and all dimensions. You manifest in this moment exactly what it is that will bring you into that place of peace and calm and serenity and joy and peace and love. And so you can imagine just drawing, be, a vort- be your own vortex, be your own vortex of energy and bring in from all dimensions, all aspects of yourself, everything that's going to support you on your sacred journey into the future. Then you can stand in your full power knowing that every moment of your life you're being supported by other aspects of yourself, other aspects of humanity, other aspects beyond the veil that will help you on your sacred journey. And then you are stepping into your fifth dimensional reality. And all you have to do then is practice, just practice, practice, being aware in the moment. Here I am, not worrying about the past, not thinking about the future, in the present moment, now let's draw into this moment all the resources that will support me from Capricorn to free me up on my journey into Aquarius. It's a perfect time to to come to the break because after the break I'm going to talk about how we actually move into this place which Matt Kahn calls effortless freedom. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. 
Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong. Just apologies for Christine Day today. She uh, made a mistake on the timing and, and couldn't be with us at, uh, at noon Pacific time. And I definitely will be getting Christine back on in the future. But it's actually provided me with the opportunity to give you an update of where we are going at this very sacred time on the planet. And I'm now making this a two-part series because today I'm setting you up for the equinox when I will be doing a second show on my own on March 21st to follow up on what I've uh, led you through today so that you can see how this all unfolds. And I have absolutely no idea what that is going to be. What I do know is it's extremely exciting for us to move forward in this magnificent way. So I, would, I brought you forward from our Landscape Zodiac journeys from Scorpio through to Aquarius. And I had the wonderful opportunity back in Scorpio to meet uh, Matt Kahn here in Victoria. He actually came up for a holiday on his uh, Julie, his partner's birthday, so we had the opportunity to actually spend some time in our Scorpio and Leo effigies, because uh, Matt actually is a Leo. Sorry, I've got that wrong. Sorry, we was in Scorpio and Leo. And we, uh, we, we spent some time in the landscape, and, and I came to realize that when Matt was with me, that he is uh, without doubt an enlightened being. He has gone through the transfiguration and he's living in the present moment fully enlightened as a man walking this planet. And so what I'm going to do in March to set all of this up is I'm going to be doing the interview with Anthony Thorley, who is the landscape zodiac expert in England, probably one of the leading experts in the world. He's doing his PhD in landscape zodiacs right now, actually, at uh, a university in Wales. He'll be talking about the Landscape Zodiac on the 7th, and I'm going to repeat the Matt Kahn interview while I'm away in England the following week on the 14th, because it's really important that people tune into that energy that Matt carries, what he had to say on the show. And then on the 21st, I'll be giving you my update as to what has taken place uh, over this last month. So... The energy of Matt Kahn, which we need to understand, is before we can step through this portal of enlightenment, we have to let go of everything and anything in our lives. And people have great difficulty understanding 
that. The concept seems really easy until you get around to doing it. So what Matt says is this. This is the one huge question you have to, you have to ask yourself. What if all of your wants, needs and anticipation really lead to more wants, needs and anticipation? And what he means by that is when we have any expectation, any anticipation about what is going to take place, we have a degree of control that we are trying to exert over the outcome of our situation. And we don't know <laughs> what the right outcome for us is. People talk about the law of attraction and attracting into ourselves all of our desires and all of our wants, but we actually don't know what they are. Our higher self knows what it is that we need to attract in. Sometimes we need to attract in challenges to learn something. And we certainly don't tend to seek them through the law of attraction. So what we need to do is let go of any expectation. Let go of the need to control any circumstances. Let go of the need to control any people in our lives. And it's really, really hard, particularly for moms who've got this umbilical cord attached to their kids, however old they are. We have parents who are aging and we, and we want to look after them and do the best we can to keep them safe and secure. But what we need to understand is every single person is on their own sacred journey. And yes, we need to keep people safe and secure, but we also need to allow them to experience their own journey. They have come here for a very specific learning opportunity. That's why we come to Earth. And so our responsibility is to allow everyone, including ourselves, to have our own experience. And the great cosmic joke is, when you let go, you are totally looked after. The universe supports you absolutely and totally once you let go. Because now you are in the free flow. You are in the freedom. And that's why Matt calls it effortless freedom. Because there is nothing to do. All we have to do is let go. Now, I can promise you, <laughs> when you step into that process of letting go, you will have great difficulty letting go because we've been trained from birth to do things, to be successful, to be active participants. And now we're saying, okay, we don't need to do that. We're just going to drop it. We're just going to let go. We're going to surrender to whatever happens. It doesn't mean that you don't care. It doesn't mean that you step out and become a reclusive and go and sit in a cave. That's not it. You care deeply. You are compassionate. You are in a state of unconditional love for everyone. But you don't try and control what is happening. You simply allow everything to unfold. And you get this glorious, synchronous opportunity to support you in all that you do. It's absolutely magnificent when you can get to that place. And so I'm seeing this energy, this moment in time right now, the age of Aquarius turning into the age of Pisces. The orbit of the Earth is now fully in the photon belt. We are stepping into the age of Aquarius. The actual year, the actual moment, I don't know. It's a 2,000-year period. It takes probably 100 years for it to take place. But I'm making my own intention and assumption that it's now. And so as we step out of the age of, of uh, Pisces into the age of Aquarius, we're stepping out of the guru into the collective. At the same time, this week we're stepping into the sun in Pisces with Neptune in its own sign until 
2025. We have a long period with Neptune and Pisces together, which amplifies the energy of Pisces and Neptune. And that energy is dissolving into the sea of consciousness of all that is. And on Monday night in our meditation class that I lead here in Victoria, I took everybody to the veil, to the portal, to the stargate, to take them right to that edge, to see if indeed they could let go of everything, including their fears, to step through into the oneness, knowing that all of the work we've been doing in anchoring these energies in, we've got this big metaphor of the sea as we go through this month of Pisces. It's the sea of all that is. It's the sea of consciousness, but we also need an anchor to keep us connected so that when we dissolve into that sea of all that is, when we disappear, we know that we can come back. And that is the oneness. That is what this energy and vibration is about. And so what we are doing right now is stepping into that vibration, into the sea of all that is, and returning back, bringing information with us. And the person that I believe understands this process with great clarity is William Henry. And his latest book is called The Secret of Scion. And it is going to be my book review for the month of March because it demonstrates quite clearly where we are in this energy frequency to step through the Stargate. And I'm really hoping I'll get Sir William on the show uh, in the not-too-distant future to talk about his book. But in the book, they have the iconographic paintings that were taken in the early hundreds, the rainbow body of the Buddha, the transfiguration of Christ through the eight-pointed star, Stargate. And that's where we are. We are perched right now in this incredible opportunity to step through that portal into the oneness and return back safely with information, with understanding in the state of bliss and ecstasy that those masters, those gurus experienced which we can now personally experience. So I hope you have whetted your appetite today so that you will tune back in on March 21st to find out what the final outcome, (laughs) well, it won't be a final outcome, what the outcome has been of this month of Pisces. just want to mention I've got my first show on thegreatgathering.org tomorrow night, a new uh, website that I'm involved in hosting a radio show. Tomorrow I've got the people from Seeding the Future Now, so if you go to thegreatgathering.org at 7 o'clock tomorrow evening, Thursday, then you can hear us talking about the educational paradigm and why we need to make great changes for the sake of our children. And my guest next week is going to be a fascinating discussion with Jennifer Huff. And we're going to be talking about the telomeres, those structures within our DNA that shorten our lives and how we can tune into those telomeres extend them, extend our life in a happy and healthy and vibrant younger way, but also how we can use them as antennae to connect us to these higher realms, get a greater level of understanding and consciousness. So that's going to be another fascinating show. Everybody shows up at exactly the right time. I really hope you've enjoyed today's show. It's been a pleasure to do the show with you. Please join me next week and have a great week as you dissolve into the sea of consciousness. It's Peter Tongue for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation.
hope that you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring. Please join host Peter Tong for another edition of Awakening to Conscious Creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Noon Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network.